Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Center of the Universe Center of the Universe Ben's act talk everything Instantly segue to wrestling Welcome back to Center of the Universe. Center of, of the, 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 that, that gets annoying real quick. Universe! <laughs> um, hi, Ben. Hi. Happy 2020. Ooh-wee. We're First, living in the future. Where's my fucking hover car? Oh, actually, I'm in a library. Where's my fucking hover car? Right. Like, we are literally, we are now in the future. 2020. Right? Yeah. Like all, we're like Blade Runner territory. Like all '80s, like like sci-fi movies were set now. Uh huh. Wildly misjudged it. They they they. I mean, some things like like the iPhone maybe they kind of got or like smartphones, but like for the most part, like the way we dress. You look at Back to the Future. Really, we need we need a, a a new trend in fashion. I think. Or do you think people are just lazy? I, I mean, like I or poor. I, well, there's that too. I think everyone's everyone's poor, and, and also yeah. we're we're on the brink of nuclear war. You don't need money for fashion, right? I mean, yeah, but like at this point, I feel like fashion. Like, if you look at like you know, there's defined '80s fashion. Uh huh. There's defined '90s fashion. True. I feel like once the 2000s hit, like there are some pieces that are like co- in and out of trend, but like like I, I feel Jinkos like and yeah, but I feel like there's billions nothing, catalogs. And- like in twenty years, like you could have like a nineties fashion, like, like like in high schools, they always have like let's do eighties or like sixties. Like if you said like do two thousands fashion, mm-hmm. I don't know what people would wear. It's a, those big Johnson t shirts. Oh God, I remember those? Or big dog shirts. Oh yeah, but like I mean, really, but like really, like I don't. Like, and maybe like yeah, when, when you when you're in the midst of it, you can't see. Yeah, but like. Like '90s, yeah. Like I would wear a flannel shirt, or I would wear like like you could like basically like clueless. You you would look just like clueless, and you'd, yep. be, you'd be good to go. '80s, pretty easy. I don't know what. Well, see, what... '80s though. Like anytime anybody does like an '80s fashion party or something like that, everybody shows up in like neon and like sideways ponytails, and I'm just like, Wait, that's not what that was like at all. Like that that is almost like like a a caricature of what people thought the '80s were. Yes. And so it's kind of like when someone does an impression of Will Ferrell doing an impression of Harry Carey. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm following along with that. So I, I would definitely agree. I think that the 80s were, like, there was part of that. But, like, I think of the 80s, I think of, like, yuppies. I think of... Big shoulder pads. Big shoulder pads. I think of Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. Like, um, this past week on AEW when Cody Rhodes came out dressed up, you know, in his best uh, tubs and or Crockett. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm all about that. Like, bring that back. Because, I mean, that's the thing about Miami Vice. Like, that whole look was manufactured. Like, that pilot episode. I, I, I own the pilot of Miami Vice. And it's the, really? only, it's the only episode of that show that I own. And it's so great because, like, the art direction of, like, that weird, like, 
fuchsia, art deco, neon-based kind of thing. Like, they manufactured all of that. Like, at the time, like, Miami was just a fucking dump. Like, it's where it was, like, fishing villages and... Really? Yeah. I, I, I knew nothing of this. Yeah. Did, did they also manufacture the idea of wicker shoes? Right. That's... Bring them back, man. Like, who thought, like, looked at a wicker basket and thought, you know what? I'm going to put that shit on my shoes. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to, like, take that, make a shoe of it. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm into the fashion, like, t-shirts, like, throw a blazer over it. All right, cool. I, see, like, I think that's a good look. I, I am... Uh, I am well on my way to getting to the point where like, I feel like I could make like pull that look, look off. Mm-hmm. Even though, so like, I have you can like, pull a lot of looks off these days. You, you skinny mini, look I, at you. Like I've like it's funny. I went back to my school yesterday, like where I, I used to work before mm-hmm. my, my current job, and they were just like, "Wow, you've lost so much weight." And like, in I think it's more of like I've toned up because like from when I left to now to then, like it's only been like six or seven pounds. I'm not saying that six seven pounds. Is a lot, but mm-hmm. I've been like my workout routine is, is changed, and to the point now where like my wife notices my arms. She's like, your arms look good. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do arms every fucking day now. Like <laughs> every day is arm day. Like if, that, if that's the look I got, I'm like, I am like I'm gonna be hurting myself because like at first like I was doing arms two, like twice a day. Done that for like the just last four crop tops around the house now. Just... Every sleeve gone. Every <laughs> sleeve is gone. Like I'm just gonna like like sleeves are are dead to me. Like I'm oh. like, like suit cutting off the sleeves. Be like, you're a jerk. Oh, honey, call the veterinarian. We got a couple sick pythons over here. Uh, I believe the Second Amendment because I got these guns. <laughs> oh God. But no, I mean like it, it's but like my arms like I've got to the point now where like so like, she bought me some uh, quarter zips for Christmas. Okay. And like I like the really thin ones like the, like kind of the sporty ones because if it's too heavy I get too hot, mm-hmm. which has actually also changed because that was based off of all of the fat I was carrying. Mm-hmm. Like, like obviously, like, I was more insulated. I'm still, I still run warm, but not as much as I used to. Yeah. And so, like, but, like, she got me one. It was, it's a really nice one. It's a Cleveland Indians one. But it looks like I'm trying to show off my arms in this. I feel like I should be walking with, like, both arms out. Like, which way's the gym? <laughs> I need to get my protein. Like that, that 50-year-old dad that's dying his goatee, Jeff Black kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Like, you know, or, like, I gotta push it, or like the guy who like is in the gym is like push it, push it, push it, push it, like to himself. Yeah. But loud enough that everyone can hear, and we're all uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm calling that guy out because that guy exists and he works out at the gym at work. Mm-hmm. Like I work at a Fortune 500 company, and we have a gym. And when you hear push it, push it, you pussy, and like no one's around because it's like 10 o'clock in the morning, and he's talking to himself. You're like, you know, I don't know if the CEO works out here, but she could. Yeah, and like I definitely seen the president of, of my my department down there. I'm like, bold choice, sir. Hey, I'll I'll just be in my car eating my lunch alone. Uh, it, it's also it is weird working out at work because like you see coworkers butt ass naked, and like it's uh, it's acceptable because you're in a locker room. Okay, I'm glad you added the locker room. Yeah, part. no, just like, like I'm just like in my cubicle. I'm like, hey, Bob, you know. How's it hanging? Apparently, <laughs> I can tell you exactly how it's hanging because I can see it. But like, and so there's the whole locker room trope of like old dudes walking around naked. Mm-hmm. That stays true, but it's weird because eventually, like, I like none of them work in the department that I work in. I don't think. Yeah. Because eventually, that's gonna happen. Well, see, like, that's a weird thing though. Like coming from like 
the like the seventies to the eighties to the nineties, like we're talking about fashion, but like talking about like workout re- re- regimes, especially like in in like public school gyms and all that. Like I remember like the gyms all had like showers and all that, but like none of the kids ever used them. Oh like, yeah, no, no, no. Like no. nobody ever. If you ever changed, it was like you took off your hoodie and then. Yeah, like, that was like it. A, a shower was getting the Axe body spray. Yeah, and like maybe you threw a little water on your face, or whatever. Like so, I got out. I never took a gym class in junior high or high school. Really? I was so terrified of taking a gym class because I thought everyone had to shower, and I was so terrified of people seeing me naked mm-hmm. that I got my mom to. Because I was like, Mom, I, I, I want extra help with my schoolwork. To get them to let me take a study skills class in lieu of taking a gym class. Okay. Because like in junior high, that it was take it, it was required to have gym. I got that t- that that changed, and I never took one in high school. Okay. I never took it like outside of like elementary, like sixth grade was the last grade I took a gym class in. And now you're like a, this full on like health nut now. Yeah. So like that's now just like weird. I'm, I'm eating like like my diet consists of 220 grams of protein a day. Jeez. Yeah. Like I I just started doing overnight oats. Okay. Really good actually. Like I was like I saw it. So like my my Instagrams like my my ads are like the fucking worst at this point because like like the, the Zuckerberg has me in a chokehold because like every single ad is like. Protein, protein, workout stuff, protein, mm-hmm. and then like some random T-shirts I keep buying because like if you follow me on Twitter, like you'll know like for a week, like I would get up in the morning, like in the middle of the night, like three o'clock in the morning, and take a poo, and I'd be like, on my phone, like oh, that's a cool shirt, buy. Yeah. Wake yeah. up in the morning, like God damn it, why did I buy? Like I bought two shirts from WWEshop.com. Uh, I bought the pink uh, New Day shirt with the beefy unicorn with. Pancakes flying at him, at him. <laughs> and then I bought a dude love shirt. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And, like I was gonna wear it to work, but then like it has like the big like knife in the heart. With mm-hmm. a, it's like I don't know if this is okay. Like the I, I got some looks wearing my my new day shirt at work because I wore it on Wednesday mm. because we wear pink on Wednesdays. Okay, there you go. Um, but I didn't wear that one. But I, I, I like that you you threw that in there. Though. Uh, one of my coworkers, uh, big shout out to Quentin. Like we always wear pink on on Wednesdays. It's like he's, he's, in the, he's in the cubicle behind me. We always wear pink, and if one of us doesn't, we shame the other person. Okay, I like that. That's like, kinda, like one they day, go into the burn book. I mean, well, one day I walked up and I wasn't wearing pink. He's like, "Bitch, where's your pink?" Nice. I'm nice. like, valid point. Yeah. See, my Instagram is just full of. Uh, I just follow a bunch of like. Wrestlers, porn stars, special your Instagram, like your Instagram story, like is absolutely cannot miss because like you find like you find all these like create like creative people. These I always say creative uh, creationists. What uh, you find all these like this different pieces of artwork, and then you perfectly pair what, what music with it. Like, yeah, I, I try to. It's, I don't know. I, I find it's like the new Tumblr kind of thing. Well, like it, oh god, well, there's, there's not enough weird porn. On right. That. Yeah. Why doesn't Instagram just free the nipple? Seriously. Like, Twitter does. Like, there are definitely, like, there, there are times, because, like, through you, I followed you an Angel, because she's mm-hmm. actually also really good at Twitter. Yeah, she's amazing. But every now and then, like, I'll just, like, scroll, like, that's a full-on dick in a butt. Like, or, like, that's a, <laughs> like, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it is jarring when you're, like, you know, political stuff, political stuff, dick and ass. Whoa! Yeah, hey. And, like, 
they're just like I, I had to be very strategic, especially like so my Instagram. And I'll be very honest, I do follow some 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 ladies on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, and uh, some of them are quite buxom, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes you open up Instagram like titties, right? Like and like everything but the nipple titty, and you're like. Okay, I need to make sure that I'm not reporting to HR. Yeah. Like, well, it's a weird thing. Like, I'm glad to bring that up because it's like there's there's so many people that are now in this digital age shifting over into supplementing their income with yeah. with sex work, and that being like live cam shows, uh, many vids, free cams. Um, I mean, there's a slew of other platforms that where you can. Kind of perform from the safety of your own home. Like, kind of even like premium Snapchat. Yeah, premium Snapchat, even, even things like that. And so the way that a lot of these people are monetizing these services is really, really in- intriguing because it's like kind of like a premium Snapchat. It's like, oh, yeah. you pay, like now you can follow me kind of thing and like see what else I'm posting. I'm like, oh, that's really kind of interesting. But it's weird like where now they're clamping down on stuff like that and saying like, oh, you can't do this. You can't, you can't. Uh, make money this way you know we, we're not a platform for sex workers and things like that but at the same time now they're you know here's sponsored ads for like Hustlers you know J-Lo and, yeah. and you know like uh, other TV shows and things like that that are that are that the whole sensationalism behind that is the content that these people are actually living that well and like, me, like so like Kim, uh, someone like Kim Kardashian has made a fortune like her family has made a fortune through social media mm-hmm and at the end of the day, and this, this is not me trying to shame her in, in the fact that she's had sex, but she owes her fame. It started with a sex tape. Mm-hmm. Now, and there there is the debate on whether that sex tape was stolen, whether it was leaked. Yeah. Obviously, if it was stolen, stealing someone's either tape or, or, or photos is a crime. Mm-hmm. So, I I feel weird saying I think that she like it was leaked. Because obviously, if it wasn't leaked and it was stolen, that's horrible. And like, even though I'm not a big fan of her, like the person, even though I don't know her, like no one should have that done to them. Oh yeah, I mean you have to respect everybody's autonomy and, yeah. and things like that. But like, I think like, but like from there, she like, you know, like, like she releases, she has released pictures. There was the one where she had like the champagne glass on her ass. And yeah. Like, but she, I mean, and she's brilliant when it comes to social media. I have. Mm-hmm. Nothing but respect for her and her family when it comes to the social media game. They know what they're doing, and they're sure. doing it better than most. But if you're going to let them make money off of their blatant sexuality, which they should, that, that like they have every right to, then you should like then women or men or anyone who wants to make money off their sexuality, they want to go a step further and like not just tease, but also like you know show like naked you know, nudity or and or sex acts. Mm-hmm. You should like if, if if I pay my money, I'm a 36 year old man. If I give my credit card information and saying I want to pay for this service, mm-hmm. to me it, it is no more. It's no different than like Patreon. Like, you know, I give money to, to Marty and Sarah. I give money to Danhausen. Mm-hmm. Like, I I give them something and I expect you know in return I want to support them, but also I get content that is not for public consumption, like mass public consumption. True. And it makes it more special. It gives it a sense of value because yeah. I think that that's a large part of the mentality that has taken adult films down a darker path of how they can stay monetized and, and all of that. Whereas people think they don't have to pay for porn. It's for it's free. It's online yeah. and things like that. There's so many free sites. Like, like, like 
you you can you could live in a world where you absolutely never pay for porn mm-hmm. and you can get access to the vast majority of it. But then you have these men and women, and it's not just the men and women up in front of the camera. It's the people behind the camera, the production people. Oh yeah, that it, like you know they're being like the, all of their their revenue sources are being completely drained. And like and that's the thing, like people, are like, oh you know, porn stars they should just find real work. Like some like you know this is truly the the way they can do it. Some enjoy it. Some like like and like some like really really enjoy the work they do. Mm-hmm. And it, if it's so funny that people sh- still shame about porn. Like everyone does it. Everyone yeah, watches porn. porn. Yeah. Like porn. Like porn. The people Hub, that say that they don't watch the weirdest fucking yeah. porn. And like Pornhub is in the zeitgeist for a reason. Yeah. Like absolutely. one, their social media is amazing. Like, sure. like, 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 they have done such a good job at bringing themselves into the mainstream. Like everyone knows that. Like you can see some weird, fucked up shit on Pornhub. Hey, no king shaming, but like you can see some stuff. True. But like you can also see like funny stuff. They're funny and they're mm-hmm. engaging. And I love that they like do stats like during the Super Bowl. Like the team that like the city that loses, the stats go up. Because that's people's reaction. My team just lost. Let me go jerk it to True. like or flick it. Again, we're equal use opportunities. Those tears as lube kind of thing. I mean, who hasn't though? Who hasn't used a good yeah. tear for lube? But I think that's too the misconception is is that it's a lot of fucking hard work to be a porn star or uh, you know, a cam girl or, or anything in, in sex work because like one, you're you're constantly having to maintain your body, you know, for for whatever uh, you know fandom fetish that you're you're basically providing for as well. You have to then clothe that like it's you, you basically have to come up with costumes, yep. you know, and and all of that. Um, and then you have to then market yourself on top of that constantly, consistently, and always be on a schedule of here's what I can provide, when, how, where, all of that. And then on top of it all, you have every other shipper that wants to creep out of the woodwork and say, hey, all this stuff that you're spending all this time and money making, give it to me for free. Yeah. Oh, you won't? You're you're a fucking bitch. Fuck you. Yeah, Get like, a real job. You're a whore, even though like I've, you know, like I know everything about you and like and it's she also like I mean just like the 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 self the the, the actual act of, of pornography, filming porn. Cuz I've watched a couple of documentaries. And I think it's fascinating of like like, you know, you watch a scene and you think it's so hot. Like, one, like, if you try half the things they, that they do in porn, like, in your real personal life, would not go well. Mm-hmm. Think, like, but also, like, these men and women have to, like, it's not just, like, I mean, sometimes it's, like, you know, one continuous shot. As you know, as someone who has told me this, like, every time the camera moves, that's a different camera setup. Mm-hmm. So they have to have sex with tons of people around. Who knows what the environment is like? True. Then, okay, guys, stop. And for women, I, I, I'd say, you know, that's it's a little easier, but like a, a dude, you know, don't come. Mm-hmm. Get, have this, what could be feeling amazing or could be feeling horrible because there are some things I've seen like, okay, you got the kung fu grip on there and that looks painful. Like, there are <laughs> things that you're doing to that man that like, I don't, I would no. never want. And like, you have to like do all this and then you have to like come on command and like women have to like, you know, go from the range of like, it's obviously over. Uh, it's like there's so much that goes into it that like people think, oh, you, like they just show up, have sex, and leave. No, there's so much that goes into oh, yeah. it. You got to follow the legalities and the paperwork and yeah. testing and, then, and yeah, that's all that like, stuff. like the rigorous testing, mm-hmm. like every 14 days. And like, like all, then you have to deal with like, you know, 
there are guys in the industry that get into it for the wrong reasons, and like you have like women that get blackballed for like, oh, because they say they won't work with this guy because this guy takes a takes advantage of. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the the joy of social media is that it gives so many a voice. And I think within that industry, it was closeted for so long. Like I mean, it was literally put behind swinging saloon doors and beaded curtains at mom and pop video shops like past the horror section and now all that and so now that those voices can actually be heard and say hey here's what's going on here's what's wrong and but now it also gives a spotlight to like hey here's female filmmakers making porn for females or here's something that you know is a bit more akin to the lgbtq community that is vastly more friendly um and instructional um, well, or like even like 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 BDSM and like like there are videos that are you know really instructive into that and like mm-hmm. not only you know about that but also like how to do it safely yeah. because like you know like some of the videos you watch are like if you did that like in an amateur way and didn't know what you're doing mm-hmm. you're gonna kill someone true you're absolutely gonna kill someone and like all these millennials eating ass and you know you got no one to teach them how come on oh, come man, on. Like, I, I want to know when that became a thing. I want to know, like, what was, like, 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 I wish I had a machine that, like, could show me, like, the, the origin of, like, who's the first person to look at, like, at a pineapple and say, I'm going to eat that. Yeah. And then the first person is like, there's an asshole, I'm going to eat that. Like, yeah. like, it's like, like the Jim Gaffigan joke, like, with the oysters, like, hey, I found this rock with snot in it. Let's eat it. Yeah. Like, give <laughs> me that machine. That, like, if, if there is an afterlife... I want that. Like, I want that. That's my heaven of, like, I can just, like, get all of the questions that I've had in life. Like, who is the first person to do this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, like, that's one where, like, obviously, I'm sure that it's, you know, it's been happening for years and years and years and years. Yeah. But, like, like, where, like, what happened that it became such the norm? Yeah, it kind of did. It was, like, I think that thanks to social media, like, eating ass became second base. Well, like, there was that, like, that, 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 that <laughs> song... Um, like like the, the the lyric was "God eat the booty like groceries." Yes, yes. Um, which like, like what kind of groceries are we talking about? Like we talking about Aldi? We talking about like a giant eagle? Mm-hmm. Like I mean, like in, in what context are we eating like these gro- Like it's just and like and now it's just like there's so much talk about eating ass. Like and it's like I see it from like everywhere, and it's just like it, it, it was jarring. Now it's like. But also, like in my personal life, like I've done it. It's not, I it's not my favorite. Yeah. Like it's just a, it's a, it's a weird thing. It's one of those things. Like if you are going on a date with somebody, like go to their bathroom first, and if they don't have baby wipes by their toilet, like maybe that's something that you save for yeah another date. Or like we have a conversation. Like yeah. hey, like. Um, you know, and this would be a great time if Dollar Shave Club wants to sponsor us. They're, they're one wipe Charlies. Like, that's a marketing opportunity. Like, hey. Have some class when you're eating ass. one wipe Charlies. Like, or like, even like what you do is you find a way to make them a, a, a baby wipe, but also leaves a flavor behind. Okay. That's a, that's a million dollar idea. Are you sure you want to give this away for no, free? No, no, no. This is coming out. This is coming out. Like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be going to, because I've, I've already started. So, I've, so what does regret taste like? <laughs> cinnamon rolls? <laughs> that's the first thing that came to mind. Oh, my. Like, like a Cinnabon. Okay. <laughs> ooh. Ooh, man. So, in the mall here in Cleveland, 
Yeah, it's the one over in North Homestead. Okay. There is a, uh, my wife loves this, Like there's, there's a torrent. So torrent is a store that is for, for women that, um, I think, like, I'd call it women of normal size. Like, normal women shop there. Mm-hmm. Like, there are people that call it plus size. Like, no, it's normal women. Mm-hmm. Or like, and so, but like, there is That's that. That's a bit more fashionable than, say, yeah. Elaine Bryant yes. as well. Yes, it is. So, so it, it, like, but there is, like, kitty corner to it, Cinnabon. Mm-hmm. That's fucking brilliant slash evil. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like when uh, Troop Beverly Hills, when uh, they had the Girl Scouts selling cookies by the fucking gym. There's, man, like, that's a movie that I have not... So there's a new show on Amazon like called Troop Zero oh, yeah, that is yeah. giving me like that vibe. Mm-hmm. And I used to Troop love... Song, yeah. Troop Beverly Hills is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that is one thing that I miss. Like, those kind of movies from the 80s and 90s. Like, like a heavyweights yeah, um, and Angus. I've watched heavyweights recently on, on Disney Plus. On the Plus. Oh, I love, heavyweights is so good, and the fact that that's the the the, the, uh, the, the catalyst of Ben Stiller's character from uh, Dodgeball mm-hmm. is perfect. But like that's a great movie. Blank Check. Oh yeah, yeah. Like those movies, I miss. Blank those Check movies. is a little weird though towards the end because oh, like it gets, it gets weird. Like, like yeah, because you have Duffy who's super hot, the VJ from yep. MTV. And, like, she's, like, this weird FBI agent. Like, I don't know if I necessarily believe that. But then, like, this kid's just constantly hitting on her. Yeah. There's, like, easily a 25-year age gap between the two of them. And, like, this kid, he makes a million dollars go stretch farther than anyone conceivably yeah. could. Ever. Like, he has, like, put the things on credit. There is no way that he bought everything that is in that movie off one million dollars. True. Like, I'm not saying, like... like like yes, one million dollars. Like that is that is diff- a hundred, like five hundred thousand dollars would solve every financial problem for me and my immediate family. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And like and and, and probably some of my like my, my, my closer friends. So like a million dollars, like believe me, I can, I can make that shit work. But like this movie, like it's like everything he buys, or like even in nineteen ninety or whatever that movie came out. Yeah. Like. I, I love so like I love that movie and I I, I we were, last night we we're kind of having a similar discussion that, like there are movies that I love but I also I have the mind frame of I like to nitpick things like mm-hmm. we were watching Casino Royale okay love that movie things was quite the jump very much so but that's my brain but like I love so I love the, the, one of my favorite James Bond movies there is a scene like at the very like where the the big poker scene where he wins mm-hmm. it is clear that Lashif has him covered in like five times over with chips. Like when Bond goes all in, the chief can just throw down two of those little bars and have them covered. Mm-hmm. And yet he still goes all the all in. Makes no sense. Mm-hmm. At the very end, when like he calls like, hey, I can't get my money. Oh, your money's being withdrawn right now. Just say stop payment. <laughs> Like, didn't like, just say, put a hold on the money. Done. Like little, like little things like that, where it's still a fantastic movie. Mm. But like, I just maybe and like this is the. I'm app. crying tears of blood over here. <laughs> Love that guy. Like, like that guy. Like he auditioned for that movie by walking in the room. That, like, that's I think that's all he had to do. Yeah. Like, but like. Mads. Love Mads. He's he's great. He's great. Everything. But blank. But blank check. Blank check is yeah. Is, kind of weird because it's like if you gender flip that end of blank check like it it would be super fucking creepy oh, yeah like just this grown man making out with 
a prepubescent girl. Well, then, like, and then, I mean, that truly is like that, that, that bias. Like, so that the, the show, as we talked about on the, on the podcast before, uh, Riverdale. Mm-hmm. So there, you know, in the, the new show, Archie and Archie Bugs. And like, with a, a lot. Like, one of his teachers. Mm-hmm. If that was flipped and it was Veronica and a male teacher, like, older male teacher, mm-hmm. that show would be boycott. That show would have never made it to air. Yeah, but they do play with the sensationalism of that. Like, I do think that that was part of showing Archie's character of, like, that is he mature enough to handle this situation? And then, then you realize, like, no, he's being manipulated just as much because you see later on what happens to her. Well, and that's it. Like, I've only seen the one episode, so I guess I can't speak from a great place of, of knowledge. But just, like, my initial gut reaction, especially, like, at the time working in the education industry, and, like, mm-hmm. the greatest fear of any male who works in, in the education industry is... And being with around any kind of impropriety around any female student or any younger student because mm-hmm. because there have been you know so many very big cases of men taking advantage of both boys and girls mm-hmm. that like you, you, we, you have to be very careful that like like that nothing can be done that can be misconstrued any anything except the proper relationship. And because like you have a huge responsibility when you're in education in younger minds, and like I have had students who have had developed crushes on me because like I showed them attention where no one else in their life did, and it yeah. was completely like you know innocent attention, but like that like simply just saying hey good job yeah like, like I am proud of you 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 are doing well or maybe like we we align on like a, a like of something mm-hmm. and like at that age you kind of you don't know what you know love and like all this stuff so but. Like watching that was like, oh, that's again. Like if, if that was if the genders were flipped, it would. I don't think it would, it would be as you know people would, would be a little more upset because like you always see like these show like these things on the news like you know like female teacher who's very attractive hook you know hooks up you know with a student yeah and then like everyone's like yeah man I wish my teacher were that hot yeah well, fucking like, mouth breathers come but, crawling but then, out like, dragon you know, if, knuckles if you you know again like you had a, a male teacher and a younger you know attractive female student you know that guy's a monster they're both monsters like like when you have like a t- 30 plus year old teacher male or woman mm-hmm. going after a 14 year old child yeah that's pedophilia. Yeah. Like, so it's such an extraordinary violation of trust and power. Yeah. And, and I think that that's where a lot of people find that fantasy. I mean, like, to bring it back to, like, kind of kingdom and, and, and fetish and all that is, like, that's why there's, like, schoolgirl fetish. That's oh, yeah. why there's, like, you know, you have that, you know, the the proliferation right now of, like, um, of, of, of like faux incest as well like within oh, pornography it's, it's like so, so weird. weird oh my god like the like the stepdad thing yeah like taboo and all that but now here's the thing is is like eventually you're gonna burn yourself out so what comes next and it's just like Jesus Christ you, you know take the step away and then it just yeah and then like, now we're gonna have sequels to Don't Fuck With Cats 2, 3, 12, 37 uh, okay so Don't Fuck With Cats did you watch? Uh, no, I have no. So I, oh, like, I literally dude, so have seen it like social media. You talk about it. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what's it, what it's about. Okay, so there were once upon a time in the early days of the internet, um, you know, we had shock sites like uh, Rotten.com, Style Project, things like that. Um, I I was a dirtball back then and would peruse all that just because it's it, it was shocking. It's you know what what can you say that you don't and like you. 
you know, I grew up didn't have internet access, so you finally give it to me, and it's like, oh, it's like I might as well have been Amish, and you give, gave me the internet. Um, so this story revolves around this guy Luca, who just wanted to be famous by any means necessary, whether it be uh, you know through modeling, reality television, things like that, and he started posting these videos where um, uh, they were videos of animal abuse and, and, and death and things like that. And he outraged a bunch of people, but that was part of his plan is he wanted people to kind of chase him and catch him. And he left all these breadcrumbs in the story over the course of three episodes that the, the that they did with Netflix is about this group of internet vigilantes that kind of digitally put all this evidence together to kind of chase this guy down. And ultimately what ends up resulting in it all is, is that no one kind of took him seriously. This guy started to escalate, and then eventually he he he, he murdered a guy. He murdered uh, murdered a guy on on film, posted it online. Um, I mean, the documentary does a really good oh, job. This is a documentary. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. This happened. Oh Jesus. Yes. I thought this was a show. Oh no no no! This is a documentary. Oh so, my god. So they do a really good job of, of, you know, shining a light on the victim and his family and things like that. But they do gloss over about 90% of the horrendous shit this guy did, like, with the corpse and the, the other. It wasn't that he just killed this guy. Like, fucking dismembered him, did some shit with the body parts. Oh, like, my God. Necrophilia, like, shit oh, like, like ultimately, Jesus. like. Ultimately, like, it culminated, like, it became an international incident when he started mailing body parts to uh, uh, Parliament. This happened in, in the UK? Uh, uh, it, he was jet-setting around a little while, I believe, uh, Trudeau. Um, so he was dealing with uh, Canada, he was running around there. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like the whole thing with was, so like, this where is, is like, this guy at? Like, geotagging and... God, like okay, yeah, like I thought this was a like was, a, was like a you'll show. you'll you'll fall down such a rabbit hole with this and like oh, well, I remember I remember telling people about Luca like years and years ago and everybody was like what what kind of sick fuck are you and I'm just like dude this is a guy I, like, yeah like I miss um, I mean like I the like I mean I remember back in the days when you know someone was like hey you want to see this video called two girls one cup. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that was always, like, the appetizer. Like, when you brought that up to me, I'd be like, oh, you ever see, like, One Guy, One Jar? Or you ever see the BM, oh, BME Pain oh, Olympics? Oh, God, the jar. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh that cringe. That cr- this, I know this is an audio format, folks, but right now, oh, chef kiss the cringe that Ben has on his oh, face. Oh, I want to fold up into a ball. Like, the, like I like, physically want to make myself as small as possible. That because that, it's in my head now. It's so pop. utterly terrifying. Oh. oh my god. I was in college and just watching that, like like in a room with, you know, my best friends and like my roommates mm-hmm. and we, like just bewilderment. Oh, absolutely. Just like yeah. horror and bewilderment. Mm-hmm. And then like after like oh god. But there's something communal about showing friends the most fucked up shit, right? Like, because it used to be, like, 70s and 80s, like, that's why you had, like, the Splatterfest boom of gross-out parties and things like that, of, like, hey, let's watch this super gross slasher film, and, you know, you had this boom of horror, and then it turned into the video nasties and banning them and, and things like that, and it's, like, then it leaked over into the internet, and, I mean, there's a demand for that stuff, so it's, like, you know... I don't know. Like, do you try to regulate it and keep it within the realm of being fake, or 
There is a movie. Maybe like if I I don't I cannot remember the name, but it was one of those band movies. I think that so if I describe it, maybe you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay, so I like this game already. So there is like so the whole thing is this like theater like owner, like a very small theater. He has like this like, weird grotesque like theater, and he, like he kidnaps this ballerina. She's a famous ballerina from in New York, and he kidnaps her. And he like basically like maims her, and he has all these other women that he like he tortures. Like this one where like him and like his little little person friend are like throwing darts at her butt, and like one of them he uses as, as a coffee table. And then he has like a pen in his basement where like women have gone feral and they're all cannibals now. Okay. Like, I'm intrigued by this now. Like I saw, it, I, I I was I I, I googled like years ago, like like the most disturbing movies ever, and mm-hmm. this was on the list. And it was on YouTube. Okay. I watched it on YouTube. Okay. And it was like at one point, like this dude like behead someone. Like it, it was super messed up. I'll have to try to find it. But like, if any listeners know what Ben's talking, yeah, about, like like hit us up. Like, and I, I have maybe tried, you can win a movie. I have tried to find it since. Okay. And I just can't. I can't put in. To the Google machine, what I put in beforehand. <laughs> to the Google machine. And to the Googer. Um, that's a deep cut if anyone knows what the Googer is. Um, the, but I, it's just like the, the, that kind of thing. Like when I after I saw the glass thing, the, the the thought that came to my mind after like all the grotesqueness, everything was, what do you tell the people at the ER? I don't think that guy went to the ER. Because that's the, the most the, the most disturbing died. thing about uh, one man one drive is is that like you can obviously tell he's done this before like this isn't the first attempt kind of thing. The other thing as well is is the fact that there's no expression of pain. Like there's no screaming. There's no. I mean, I just like to, like. Like, as, as he's just pulling the shards of glass out of his Ugh. rectum, and it's just dripping crimson Ugh. like a fountain at the Bellagio. It's just... Like, there's... Oh. <laughs> like, I, it's the feeling, the, the physical feeling I have, it's like I'm back in that moment, and just like, why? Like, yeah. I, like I get it. Like, again, I don't kink shame here, but, like, and, and, like I'm, I'm sure the... the, the the you know the possibility of horrific danger is part of it, mm-hmm. but my God, yep. like to me, like okay, like doing stuff in public, that's like as as you know, like ooh, someone might see it, ooh. but like I'm not pulling anything like shards of anything out of me. Yeah, because of that. I, I almost think that it was possibly like a porn blooper gone bad. If you've never seen porn bloopers, those are those oh, are all those are great. Though that's a that's a. Don't YouTube at work kind of thing, but uh, but yeah, yeah. Big sneeze. Um, but no, I mean those are funny. Those are like every now and then. Like, it's mostly people pooping. Yeah, people pooping, people. or or just like you know a uh, finale, a, a a money shot, if you will, that was ill timed, mm-hmm. and you're just like, I guess that's hazard of the business. Yeah, but the the thing is, is like even now that culture of like super weird shit being shown to people to kind of shock them has leaked over into meme culture. Yeah. Like, add, like, bass-boosted uh, 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 Spongebob quotes on top of it, and now you have, you know, a TikTok that's been viewed three billion times. Like, TikTok, I... 
okay, so like TikTok is kind of getting to that point now where like I feel like I almost feel like I'm missing out on things by not being mm-hmm. on TikTok, but then also a lot of the good the best stuff gets posted to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like I've resisted. Because like I, I did Vine. Resistance did, is futile. Basically, because like I with Vine, I, I actually enjoyed Vine. Because like the people that were good at Vine, mm-hmm. it was just like I still there's still some Vine. I'll watch Vine compilations. And like some people were really good at using those six seconds, and, and it's I, amazing six seconds. Like make magic go. Yeah. What? But like with TikTok, like um, one person I who if, if I followed anyone, the first person I would follow would be Cole Cabana. Okay. Cole Cabana is amazing on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just on Marty and Sarah this past week and talking about, like, you know, kind of his rules on people for social media. Like, he doesn't follow a lot of people that post all the time. Uh, that's right. I broke the news there first. Nathan uh, Beams, I told you about Cole Cabana being on Marty and Sarah. You heard it here first. God damn it, Nathan. Get out of here. Nathan, I want you to listen very closely. I'm going to come and get you. I'm going to find you, and we're going to have a conversation, and then you're not going to like it. I am calling you out. I'm going to tag you in this post, and you're going to listen. And I'm going to make, I'm not going to tell you when it is either. So I'm going to make you listen to the whole goddamn thing. You and me, Nathan, I'm going to commentate the fight that Little Funker is going to get, well, who's not so little anymore, by the way. This is true. Little Funker uh, and his good friend Cash, hearing Cash's voice now, Weirds me out, right? Like obviously, like I don't know Cash as well as you, but like, like, like you know, meeting, having met him when he was like, you know, still this little cherub of a boy, and like now hearing his voice, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, who is this this man that is now embodying you know? Cash? And then following along with his poop centric nope. Twitter account. Nope, I refuse. I, <laughs> the second I, I hit follow, I'm going to be put on a watch list. I'm sure I'm on other watch lists, oh, yeah. but like. I am a watch list. That's. <laughs> I just like the minute I was like, following a child talking about his bowel movements. That that was my line. Mm-hmm. Now I will laugh and I will like the retweets, there but I am. Okay. But, it, but it's okay. it's of the adults in the room. Mm-hmm. Now I follow his other his non fecal matter centric Twitter. I think it's just a matter of time before those two bleed over. I hope they're not bleeding over. Oh. oh, oh, then he has got uh, some issues. Um, but no, um, wow. I would love, I cannot wait to go back to the beginning of this episode and find out where, like, I think we started talking about the year 2020. And we have, at this point, gone to a 13-year-old's Twitter account dedicated mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. to yeah. his poop. It was never around the rails, so you can't say that we went off it. I mean... It was uh, to, to to get back on not even get back on something because we're almost uh, uh, done here. But uh, have you seen anything in the theaters lately, or seen any? Like I, I guess we'll, we'll we'll go to the last segment of what's been the center of your universe oh, outside of insanity. Uh, the center of my universe lately has been uh, just working a whole lot of OT uh, between my two jobs and all that. But uh, it's going really well. My students are casting their short films, their very first short films. Oh, so so are they, are they bringing in outside actors for yeah, it? Yeah, they they posted to uh, local community acting. Uh, message boards and things like that. So yeah, they they all have to crew on each other's uh, films as well. So you should make them post on Craigslist. 
Oh, geez. That's, just, <laughs> that's, just, that's a whole other shitstorm. That would be so fun. Right. I, if, that, if, if, if they did that, I would come in and I would play a character. Just... <laughs> I don't know what character. I brought my own jar. <laughs> Jesus. My name. Yeah. Uh, but no, I've been I've just been watching a lot of uh, movies lately. Um, some of the fun ones I've seen recently. I just watched Lighthouse finally. How was that? Uh, I enjoyed it. I think that um, you know it's it's two two guys uh, in one location, so I'm always a fan of uh, flicks like that and how they pull it off. I think uh, Robert Pattinson is is definitely. Uh, Keeping pace, I think um, Defoe. I mean, is the reason to watch that movie. Um, really fun shot, shot stuff. Um, some of the other fun ones I've re- watched recently was uh, this uh, foreign flick called Prazi. Um, oh that yeah, one, yeah, that one's super bonkers. It's like a giallo film that turns into uh, a slasher flick that just is all over the place. It's also known as Double Jeopardy and Olivia. And some like, other like, yeah, you were talking about before we turned on the mic. It like that's it sounds interesting. Like so, like you acquired a region free or like an all region DVD player. So yes, yes. Like, so I got a region free Blu-ray player, and it's uh, so now I've been trying to track down movies that haven't been available in the states or have different licensing issues or, or whatever it might be, and uh, finally getting to enjoy a lot of those flicks. So it's a lot of stuff from like the video nasties. Um, uh, other foreign like stuff from Japan and, and Korea, oh God, and Japan stuff like that. Yeah, um, got a chance to wa- rewatch Uzumaki, which is from uh, like twenty years old this year. So that one's super weird, spirals and all kinds of bonkers shit. Um, yeah, so I've just been watching a lot of movies. Been trying to uh, write more and more. Oh, Let's get get stuff together. But uh, exciting announcement. Oh. Is that uh, the next Black Mass show mm-hmm. uh, that not only you and I sponsor? It's true. I will be hosting. And it it's is Black Mass Noir, and that is January twenty fifth. Yes, that's Saturday, and because of sponsors like us, it's always free, so you can show up and show out, uh, have a good time, and support uh, the local artists in your community. You, everyone, really should, and I am saying this right here and now. Night shall be held to this. I will be there. You're going to be there. I'm going to be there. Now I don't know how long I'm going to be there, but I, <laughs> no, I'm going to be there. I'm going to, I'm going to make the, uh, like, I don't say make the effort, but like yeah. I just because so my, my schedule is I work Sunday to Thursday, so Sunday is my first day, like it's my Monday. Yeah. And so, but I, I work at noon, and so I can just what I could do is I could not work out that morning, give myself some extra time. Because like how long like how long are the shows usually? Well, usually, usually shows run about uh, two and a half hours or so. But this show's it's stacked. It's uh, you've got um, Doctor Lady J, Tommy Knockers, Cherry Survey, and Adonia Delight, who also hosts uh, Glamcourt at the Grab Shop. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, Peach Fuzz, who was a guest on yep. the show, friend of, Love. The, friend of the podcast, uh, Dakota Cox, and Bella Sin. Who oh, is another, uh, friend of the podcast. another friend of the podcast who also hosts uh, the Cleveland Burlesque? So. so that is a very stacked show. So mm-hmm. I will be I will be there. So if you want to see both members of this podcast, you want to like I will say this: if someone goes and they acquire a picture with me to prove I was at the show, because believe me, I'm going to like post proving I went to the show <laughs> and not just like superimpose myself like. Hey, it's weird that that's an older picture of you that somehow no. If you go, 
I will. Do they, they have beverages at the show that for for purchase? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a five o'clock lounge over okay. on Detroit. Um, White claws flow like white claws. If you come and take a picture of me, and you reference and you say this word, Yo Gabba Gabba. First thing that came to mind. Don't know why. Okay. If you say Yo Gabba Gabba, I will buy you a white claw. Okay. There you go. You heard it here first. So like. I, I, I want someone to take me up on this. I will be profoundly disappointed if people don't take me up on this. Um, but we still have nobody that's entered for the movie giveaway yet, have I? I mean, we could be completely shouting into the void at this point. <laughs> I don't think so. Did we so. even hit record? Is that... <laughs> oh my God, no! No, I, I, I've seen the metrics. People are listening. Okay, that's fine. Engage with us. Yeah. Ask us questions. Like, Come out to these shows. I mean, Black yeah. Mass is great. Um... Cleveland Burlesque is fantastic as well. Um, uh, the Glam Gore is phenomenal as well. I got my tickets for that. Um, the next coming show, they're doing the Roaring Hunties. Okay. Um, the There's another show that just started at um, the Winchester called The Gag. Um, that's uh, that's uh, a really, really fun one as well. And, um, yeah, there, there's also Fembot as well, which is at the, uh, the Chamber. It's a, a, a monthly dance party. The last one was... Um, they did a slumber party theme, and I showed up dressed like Freddy Krueger. Yes, I, saw, I, I was wondering because I got you. Saw, I think that was last weekend. Yes, because yeah. I, I saw that picture and I was like, "It's January. Why are we dressed up like, as as Freddy Krueger?" Oh, it was great. I thought, I thought maybe it's just like, that's your normal weekend thing. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. But it was great. Everybody was in like you know footy pajamas or lingerie or whatever, and I was just this creep with holes burned on their sweater and a bunch of latex on their face and all that. So. Again, that's a normal Saturday. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, so, that, so yes, you know, come out. Like that's two weekend. Like, that's not, is that next weekend? That would be next weekend. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. yeah. God, like this this month is is flying by. Oh, tell me that sun tomorrow. Sun is Sunday, right? Yeah. yeah. Sunday, I'm going to see uh, monster trucks at the Wolstein Center. Oh fuck yes! It's the first time I've uh, I've got a chance to see like monster trucks like at like a proper arena. So I'm super excited. Um, speaking of the Wolstein Center, uh, I, like we will both be there in two weeks, two Wednesdays from now. We, yes. We are going to go see All Elite Wrestling. Woo! Which actually, here's another thing. If you're in the Cleveland area and you want to go see All Elite Wrestling, I have an extra ticket. You do? I have tried to give this damn thing away. No, I, like So here's the, here's the, it's a good, it's a, you know, good news, bad news situation. Good news is you can see All Elite Wrestling. Bad news is you can sit next to me. But it, I think it, it balanced out, and it's not like they're not great seats. But like, it, I love all the wrestling. But if, if if pictures are to be believed, we can move up. Yeah. Okay. Because like for like like a lot of pictures of the, the arenas have been like they're really good at showing like the hard cam side and stacking it. These shows have not been selling out. Now I hope that like that Cleveland can show up and show out and really it's show the first them up. one. Yeah. yeah it's it's the first so, Cleveland show. But like there have been some like some pictures of arenas that have been like two or three thousand people, and the Wolstein Center is like fifteen or so maybe. Like I saw I, I the only time I've been there uh, I saw the Avid Brothers last year, mm-hmm. and they that place was packed, and they, I mean and the Avid Brothers are you know like they're mainstream ish like, like bluegrass and folk band, but. It'll be interesting to see how, like how many people come, but if so, but like, long story short, if you want an extra ticket, you want to come with me, I will not even charge you for a set ticket. 
You can come free. I might make you buy me uh, a water because I don't drink pop. I, if they have Monster, as I hold my white sugar-free... You, you needed an endorsement deal there. Believe, oh, God, like me and Stepsil Sarah, mm. um, who is an amazing follow on, on the Twitters um, and all social media. Uh, but yes, I, 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 I am spending so much goddamn money on this stuff. It's is is the, the white Monster the, the, the flavor of choice? Yes. Like, like I, I, for a while, it was the purple. See, I can't get behind the purple ones. It always tastes like... Yeah, it's a little cough like, syrup. It's a little cough yeah, syrup. Okay, yeah, the yeah, red yeah. ones are good. Like, mm-hmm. It's definitely white is the way to go. Okay. Red, if it a pinch purple. If I'm feeling saucy every now and green. And here's the thing also. No blue? Eh, blue is okay. okay. And here's the thing. I, I, I want to say these have flavor names, but much like Gatorade, if you call by its flavor name, you're a goddamn cop. <laughs> This is the white one. I don't know what flavor it is. It's the white one. Oh, speak, speaking of cops, did you see the Twitter beef between Ricky Shane Page yes. and, and Canali Cat? Oh, my God. I Please, uh, GCW, if you're out there, I want the hardest of the hardcore match between those two. Please, please, please. <laughs> like, I, I will say like, like something that like is getting me. Like, so Game Changer Wrestling, I am not the biggest fan of super hardcore death matches. I'm very intrigued with Alley Cat versus Nick Gage. Right? Now, that I, video she did and cut together was yeah. great. I don't know if you know this about Nick Gage. He used to be incarcerated at one point. And he might, might have some uh, loose affiliations with gangs. Okay. Uh, I, from what I hear. It's, it's one of those things where, like, you kind of hear rumors that Britt Baker might be a dentist. <laughs> You kind of hear rumors that perhaps Maybe Lacey they Evans. Put that on her gear. I, you, you think? I mean, like, I, if it was me, if I had someone who had gone to all the work to become a dentist, I would at least drop that every now and then. I mean, too much would be obnoxious. I love, I love you, Britt. I know Britt's a former. You worked with Britt, friend. She's going to be the one I'm cheering the loudest for it. At, yeah, at, but at like, I mean, I swear to God, like, yes, we get. She's a dentist. That's really hard. She's a doctor. She is a doctor. Mm. She does other things, though. When she's at AEW, she's not the fucking dentist. Right. Like, she, like talk about her wrestling ability. Mm-hmm. Like, I will say that, and I mentioned this yesterday on Ben Watches Wrestling. Please listen to that. AEW is completely fucking up the women's division. They are, it is absolutely terrible. Yeah. It is, yeah. it is like, there's no other way it's, it's terrible. Which is horrible because you have they just added Chris Statlander who's great. You have Britt Baker who is great. You have B Priestley who is great. You they need to build some beefs, like yeah, like get some heat going. Like, like and like the fact they lost out on um, Martinez, Mercedes Martinez, yep. the, a huge blow. Like that, like AEW Martinez versus Baker in a hardcore match. Yeah. The, oh my god! Oh, that I would buy a match. I would buy a ticket to that match alone. And they need to get the belt off Rio. Like, yeah, she's never there. Mm-hmm. And like I'm like uh, she is. She's a very good wrestler. Wait, a champ that has a belt that never, isn't there. That sounds vaguely it, familiar. I mean, like you would never see that in a major promotion, let alone your two top championships. <laughs> oh. but, but like, but with Rio, like. I, I understand that re- wrestling is the suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. I get that. She's a seventy pounds, and you and can make that work. You can, you can make you can, you can make, make that work, work, but for for only so long. Yeah, 
And like also it would be helpful if she was there more to like build up like this like you know Spitfire mm-hmm. you know finds a way to win. But like she lives in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like Brock who lives in Canada. Like and you know like he can fly down and get to like she, she Brock lives, can fly anywhere. Yeah, she lives across the world. And like so like that is that is the one thing that like you know they just hit their year mark. They need to have a come to Jesus moment. Like, if Kenny Omega is the one booking this, he, the book needs to be taken away from Kenny Omega mm-hmm. because the last year has shown he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, he, I, I understand his love for Joshi. That's great, but like, you need to find a woman or anyone else to do it. And also, Brandy Rhodes needs to never, ever be involved in storylines. She's like I'm not saying like because she's a woman like she was great with Cody. Mm -hmm. The Nightmare Collective stuff is terrible. Mm -hmm. Like Awesome Kong was awesome to see her when she popped up. She does not have the same workability that she used to. True. This Doctor Luther guy don't 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 care. It's weird when a upstart promotion tries to use nostalgia to market themselves. You know what I mean? It's kind of like. you remember when to what? Like you well, weren't around like, for this. Like they keep doing this thing where like they bring up they bring people in and like I knew who the Butcher of the Blade were. Yeah, big fans. Of yeah, them. great to see them come. Yeah, up. love them. I knew who they were, but like when they pop up and you have Excalibur, like it's the Butcher of the Blade, and like this is something. Well, I'll, I will actually agree with Jim Cornette, which I believe makes me want to die. Uh, but like, like when Jr. That's, like, that's my one man one drug yeah. moment. Like, when JR's like, I have no idea who they are, and Excalibur's like, oh, that's the Bush of the Blade. Of course. Like, don't you know? They basically say, don't you know that dummy? Like, no. Because this is a brand new, like, this is, Mm -hmm. you haven't been on TV, like, for six months. Yeah. And you're bringing these people, you have to bring people in, like, like, yes, like, the majority of people might know who they are. But if you're, like, someone flipping through, and you say, why is there a weird dude in a mask coming from up, like, through the ring? Like, you have to treat them as new characters yeah. you can acknowledge and I like that Cody like oh I've seen you guys you know out there in the world and like that's cool so then like you can have people oh I'll go YouTube that mm-hmm. or I'll, but like it just I right now if like uh, I think AEW is doing well I think they have it, issues I think, it's weird like when they announced Taz was joining up I was like okay to manage Pride and Prejudice like Pride, that should be the name, by the way. I, yeah. I think. Um, I think. I think. Taj, Taj, Taj. His name is Taj. Hello, Taj. Uh, I think Taj. I think Taz needs to replace Jim Ross on the daily, on the weekly shows. Bring Jim Ross in for big matches or pay per views. Because Jim Ross, like, I kind of like that. Well, I think like he's that. gotten better. Like he doesn't know the he doesn't yeah. know the workers. He doesn't know the moves. He like he's still he's an all time great. Yeah. He is a legend. He doesn't. You're teaching an old dog new tricks. Yeah. Like he is bringing like he brings down certain segments. He brings down the shows at time. Like dark. I what I love about dark. And even though it looks like dark might be going to their second show on TNT. Um, but like when they brought in like Chucky e. T and Excalibur, because they they've called matches in PWG for years. Instant chemistry. And also Chucky e. T knows the moves. He knows the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Cole Cabana, he knows the moves, he knew the wrestlers. And then you had like randomly like when they brought Vicky Guerrero, like, okay, she doesn't have history in your company mm-hmm. and she's not relevant. I don't 
They just they make they're making a lot of interesting choices. Some I think are great. Do a Riho storyline like Eddie Guerrera. Yeah. Now that seventy pound yeah. angle works for me, but you can keep you can keep keep her. You know. Yeah, I, I'm not saying like you should get rid of her completely. I, I just think like like you have to have like if you're gonna like if or people are saying your women's division is is bad and it really is bad. Having your champion never show up. And then having a match between someone who's really hot, like in Chris Statlander and Riho, get, you know, ruined by an act that nobody likes. Mm-hmm. And it's not, they're not getting the heat like, oh, everyone hates, everyone hates them in a good way. Everyone hates them in the, they're terrible way. Like they're getting X-Pac heat. And it's hard to X-Pac, but that's not good. Yeah. Well, then you have like like I'm in in the in the, in the Wednesday at War. I am heavily on the side of NXT, which is kind of unfair because NXT also has years years ahead of them, but also they have a, a deeper bench. They yeah. Have much and like they yeah. have two NXTs to bring. Like like next weekend is the Worlds Collide show. Mm-hmm. DIY versus Mustache Mountain. That's gonna be great. Finn Balor versus Ilya Dragunov. Mm-hmm. Imperium versus Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Like they like, and the women's division is insane. Like they had that women's battle royale. Their women, I forgot they had on on contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like, but AEW has all the potential of the world. They just need to sit down and they need to make some moves. Again, they're a young company, so that's why I'm not like I, it might sound like I'm being hard on them, but like they're still like they haven't been on TV for six months. Mm-hmm. I will say like the, the, the fact that they're broadcasting from the Jira Cruise next week makes me nervous. Because they've had production issues on dry yeah. land, they're on a boat. Yeah. And also, you could not pay me to get on that goddamn boat with all those marks. Someone's got to get thrown overboard, right? Darby Allen's jumping off. Jumping. Dar- Darby Allen is being thrown or jumping off off the boat. Either that, or he's just like, "I'm the captain now." <laughs> oh, that oh, that's a thousand percent <laughs> happening. Even though from a cruise ship, like like when we were in Mexico, we shot we saw a cruise ship. We thought it was a fucking building. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, no, that's a boat. Like, if you fall off a cruise ship... Oh, yeah, like, yeah, you're, yeah, You're a thousand percent dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I guess, like, maybe if they, like, they took him down to, like, the lowest level and be like... He's down in steerage with, with Jack and Rose. Oh, my God. Like, I want... Like, you know, set something... Yeah, come on. That's the thing. Yeah, sorry. So, AEW, I know you're listening. Um, this is the thing. You're on a cruise ship. You have to uh, use every moment from a cruise ship... Uh, that you can think of. You need a Titanic moment. Yep. You need uh, 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 you need the uh, I'm the captain now. Yep. You need um, something like Deep Blue Sea. Yep. Um, Poseidon Adventure. Poseidon Adventure. You need that as well. Um, pretty much any boat movie that you could ever think of, you need a bit. Speed of that. 2. Speed 2. Oh, yeah. So like I think it was Mark, on Martin and Sarah this past week they they were talking about it and they're like uh, like the show should go on and then like halfway through it turns into Poseidon Adventure and they all have to team like work together to like save everyone on the mm. boat I would hundred percent be okay with and that. if they'd be like no I'm gonna pin you before we save like no we can survive it. no like then the hero of the day is like like Marco stunt because like they need to like get to this small space and he's the <laughs> only one that can do it <laughs> or or he like him or Rio. Okay. Uh, see, there's like I'm so I, I'm very excited because like I've not been to, like I never went to a, like a WCW show, mm. like so going to a major like wrestling brand that's not 
WWE. Like, I haven't yeah. been, like I, I've never been to like another TV taping for anything that wasn't WWE. True. So mm-hmm. like I'm super excited. I'm super excited like to see what they do. So like I'm super so excited. So that's kind of been like the center. Like I've been trying to watch a lot of more wrestling with my new schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten really into OTT. I'm actually going to be so on Jabroni U, which I feel bad with that. You know, an hour and seven minutes in, we were just talking about our network. Jabroni U. Jabroni. Jabroni. On this on this very feed, there is five star matches where um, this gentleman he talks about Dave Meltzer's five star matches. Mm-hmm. I am going to be on that show. Oh, okay. And I've uh, I, don't, I don't say what match I pick. It is, it is the most recent addition to the Dave Meltzer five star. So I guess you can look that up. But I'm really excited to talk about that because mm-hmm. it's a match that took place over in England. Um, and I'm really excited about it. So, but I've been trying to watch more wrestling in my breaks. So that's been kind of my where I've been. I've been trying to catch up on progress. Yeah. Like Jim Smallman just left. He was the, the one of the founders and the ring announcer. He now uh, solely works for NXT UK. Yeah. So he left Progress, and it was very emotional when he left. It was very sad to see him go. I, I met him uh, last year when I was well, two years ago. Wow. Uh, when I saw Progress. Sweetest man in the world, mm-hmm. absolute sweetheart. Talked to me, like gave me the time of day, which he definitely did not do, especially after a long day, and they had to drive to Detroit that evening. But great guy. Gotcha. Um, so, what? Well, so now, then, I was going to ask yeah. what you think about uh, Marty Skrull and ROH. So uh, the original plan apparently was for him to be part, like the head of the Dark Order, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of happy he's not part of Dark Order. Yeah. It's like I liked it. Like I, I love Evil Uno and uh, Stu Grayson, but um, it's interesting because Ring of Honor. Like clearly, I love Ring of Honor. I have the Ring of Honor Championship hanging on the side of my, of my bedroom. Like that was my wedding gift for my wife. I love Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor got me back into wrestling as much mm-hmm. as I have been. It has been like AEW has really that existence has hurt it. Their booking has been bad lately. And they I mean, lot- that business with Kelly Klein, too. That business with Kelly Klein was absolutely unforgivable. And, like, I don't want to say that I was I was hoping it was going to go, go away, but, like, it was so bad that I wanted it to go away and that I didn't want the member, like, my, my, my love for it mm-hmm. to go to be tarnished because they screwed her over so badly. And, like, they just, like, there's, like, they had, they lost so much talent. Like they still have a lot, a lot of guys. Like still, Jay Lethal is still there. God bless him. Roosh, growing on me. Mm-hmm. Matt Taven's on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> He's there, folks. He's yeah, there. He is employed. I can confirm that he draws a paycheck. But like they're now, like they're booking Dan Housen a lot, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like we, 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 I love Dan Housen. Love that Dan Housen. Uh, thank you, Dan Housen, for. Um, my little video for Ben Blasius Wrestling. Uh, one for this wonderful podcast is coming soon. He's a, he's, a, he's a lovely demon? Human type person? Sprite? Sprite. Um, uh, Willow and the Wisp? I don't know. Like, like Whatever he is, he, he, he's lovely. But, and like, uh, Session Moth Martina is going to be joining them. Okay. But like, with Marty, like, if he can turn the ship around, and also, he, he gets to work with NWA mm-hmm. and New Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. Like, like, the reports are he got offered WWE main, main contract money or main roster money, which is, 
I guess because like Sinclair's got all the fucking money in the world from True. all of their you know billboards know, everywhere, baby killing or whatever. Like, well, not only they actually they're against that. Like Sinclair, like everything that I believe in, basically that company's like, now nah, we're gonna go the other way. Like we're and but they, so they have a fuck ton of money and they're one of Trump's mouthpieces, but they keep ROH around because they uh, it's guaranteed content. Mm-hmm. So they're never letting that company die. But if he can take that money and acquire new talent and book talent by better, like and like they have access to New Japan. Yeah. Like if they can bring more, like you know, bring those young those young lions, have them go on excursion to ROH. Mm-hmm. Like one of the guys I think to keep your eye on in New Japan, he's a young lion. His name is Gabriel Kidd. He is a British guy. He was for he was a part of what culture wrestling and defiant wrestling. He was one of the okay. Champions. I was wondering. I was like, why does that name sound familiar? Yeah. yeah so okay. he like he like he had got into he had like this thing where like he had this long losing streak, and then I want to say he beat Cody Rhodes for their internet title like a couple of years ago. So like he but he left um, what culture when they they folded the the internet their uh, wrestling company and now he's in the dojo, but like so send those guys over to ROH, like. I just t- hope Marty just gets weird with it. Like, just oh, no. super, like, super weird. Like, be as weird as you want to be. And, like, it's not... And, like, people are like, oh, he'll never go to Ali. He will. He'll eventually get there. Yeah. But, like, how can you turn down that kind of money and the ability to have your sandcastle? Oh, and, absolutely. And your sandbox and play with it. And if you think that Marty... If that's not a, a, a straightaway between ROH to AEW, come on. That's well, like, and so like I, I, I didn't watch the entire video because they kind of annoy me. But the Russell Talk guys, they're British and they talk like this all the time. Um, they were, Dive Meltzer reporting that basically they, I, like, I think I'm pretty sure when when Marty and Sarah make that joke, they're talking about them. They are like, I watched the initial part of it. That like, there is rumors that there could be some kind of super faction that comes together of AEW, Ring of Honor. New Japan. They could all work together. Because if they all banded together, like, they definitely could give WWE a run for their money. Absolutely. Because if you, I mean, like, like the, the, the tease at Wrestle Kingdom of, of Tanahashi and Jericho, that if Tanahashi won, he got an AEW title shot. Like, if you could bring all of the fans of Ring of, of New Japan, and you could you really show New Japan off to a audience, like, Okada, to mm-hmm. an American audience... Yeah. One, you look at him and he's just like you visually like, oh, that's yeah. different. I mean, when the Rainmaker came out at All In, I mean, everybody was on their feet. Yeah, and like you got to see that firsthand. Like you got to feel that. I mean, there there wasn't a, a, a an eye in the house that was like, who's this? I mean, everybody was behind it. Like I mean, I have I have shown my picture my my, my picture I have shown what picture to my wife of like Okada and Kota Ibushi, mm-hmm. and like these are insanely attractive men Mm -hmm. but they can also wrestle like fucking no one else so like if you can bring that to a mainstream audience like yes can they cut a promo in English no doesn't fucking matter yeah like doesn't fucking matter like you have access to lots of great managers that can manage them yeah bring them out bring them bring them all fucking out and then you would force WWE to actually I don't know, get good because main roster. I have not watched a Raw in its entire, or SmackDown. Like they said on my DVR, yeah. and then I eventually. It's I, the Rumble coming up, isn't it? Next next Sunday. 
Jesus Christ. That, that, that tells you, like, how, yeah. like, I used to be on top of that. Now, like, like, I am much more excited for the Portland show, the NXT show before that. Or is it before that? Or, I don't know. Like, um, no, no, it's Worlds Collide is before that. I'm much more excited for the Worlds Collide. Yeah. Because, like, okay, so, like, let, let, let's, for the feuds that I, I kind of know are going on, uh, Seth Rollins is calling himself the Monday Night Messiah, and he's with AOP. And he's taking on Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens did that cool thing where he ran up the stage at, at Raw and like did a, a flip, which would look cool. Again, I saw it in GIF form and I watched it on YouTube. Like I watch exclusively main roster stuff on YouTube now. Mm-hmm. Because they're like I, I get home at nine o'clock I, I get off of work at nine o'clock on Mondays, so I'm not watching Raw. Friday nights, I'm not watching SmackDown because uh, uh, Barrett Corbin's on the roster. And oh, King Corbin? King Corbin and his dog food. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, um, I, I, I just can't, man. I just can't. Like, I, like the stuff with Lana and Lashley and um, all that fucking nonsense. And the, like, the uh, queer panic of uh, Liv Morgan. Is, I like, don't get it, man. It's like, so bad. And I don't get that. Like, you live in a world where NXT is under that umbrella. And I understand that like, it's, it's, you know, separated and AAA. But, like, you have a good booking. Is it perfect booking? No. But good booking, great matches. Roman Reigns, King Corbin, dog food. Shorty G. He's not even the smallest guy on the roster. Yeah. He's he's average height. We're probably not that dissimilar in height. Yeah. And he's an amazing wrestler. He's an Olympic wrestler. And his whole thing now is he wearing a basketball uniform and he's shorty G. Yeah, I, I just, I don't get it and I can't be bothered to get it. Well, that's the thing. Like, and, like, I, I get angry when I think about it. That's why I don't watch it. Yeah. Because there's too much other, like, if you go to powerslam.tv and use the, 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 the code center stage, you get a free month and you can watch wrestling you like. Woo! You hear that, folks? That's right. Powerslam.tv. Free month. Center stage. S-E-N-T-E-R stage. You get a free month and there's good wrestling on there. There's great wrestling all around the world. Like, I, I still I, I still subscribe to the WWE Network. So I can watch NXT. And the bump, I, I guess. <laughs> like, the only thing like about the bump, like, this is my last thing. Um, so Stokely Hathaway, who was, uh, he was Stokely Hathaway on the Indies. Now he is uh, Malcolm Bivens. He, like, if you don't follow him on social media. Mm, he's great, yeah. So he is trying to get on this show, The Bump. This weird, like, talk soup-esque, like, behind the... Like, like, this weird show they have on WWE. Like, it's very, like, shooty. Like, like Kevin Owens was on it, like, and he was he basically brought back the Kevin... Um, the, uh, the Kevin Steen show that was on High Spots. <laughs> Kane Mask and all. Uh, they also brought on an animal expert, like Jack Hanna, because he loves animals. Like, and like, like, there was a snake and some birds. But, so, uh, Malcolm Bivens is, like, keeps trying to get on the show. And, he, like, he is super entertaining. Like, why he's not being used on NXT right now is beyond me. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, the thing is, they have a, such a dirge of dearth, dearth, that's the word I want, a dearth of, of talent that is not even on TV. Like, 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 Chelsea Green is just starting to be used. Yeah, that's a, that's a yeah. shame. Elliot, she's amazing. Elliot Sexton, I think now he's known as Brendan Vink. He is this like six foot six 
Australian powerhouse. He's like the Australian John Cena, but he can actually wrestle, and he's insanely like entertaining. Mm-hmm. Go on his on, on his Twitter. He has a, a web series called Smug. It started off with uh, a show called Total Flogs because it was him and all the other Australian wrestlers, uh, Rhea Ripley, uh, Shane Thorne, um, the guy who used to be Jonah Rock. I can't remember his name. He's a big, big, thick dude. Um, it was really funny. He is really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, he is just now starting to work Evolve because Evolve is basically so NXT. Evolve has basically become NXT for NXT. Okay. Yeah. Like they're like they're sending like um the guy who used to be Sam Samuel Shaw in TNA now he's known as Dexter Loomis. He has a weird creepy mustache and he wears like a leather apron and gloves like he's big like there's a video of him like just sitting there drinking a Bloody Mary and he just dumps it on his head. Okay. Like he's like he he, he would be in your wheelhouse. He's a weird, okay. He's a weird, but like they're sending Dexter all of, the, of those yeah. guys. To, to evolve so they get work and then they kind of get on the come up because then you know, you're seeing guys like Austin Theory now who was the Evolve champion who is now in NXT so it's so funny that you have a developmental for what used to be it still kind of is developmental mm-hmm. it's I mean NXT went and filled the void of what people wanted with wrestling like yeah. WWE's uh... like I'll, I'll just say this we're in in this year of our Lord 2020. We're getting Johnny Gargano versus Finn Balor, and I think that's the right move for Finn stepping him down. Do you remember? I've said it here in podcast before. Like Finn was boring me. Now I'm the smiley again. little Finn, but now he's like, in, 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 like, he's basically Prince Devitt. Yeah, he like I mean like he called himself Prince. He's Prince Devitt, so he's all the interesting parts that make, got him famous, got him signed. Right. Yeah. And, like, Vince isn't making him smile and do shit. And, like, like NXT is, I want all my favorite. I want, like, Kevin Owens to go back to NXT. I want Shinsuke Nakamura, who is the inter-fucking-continental champion mm-hmm. and could not care about. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn. Like, he, like, he's choosing to be a manager right now because he wants to, like, elongate his career. Good for him. Cesaro, like, give me two shows of NXT. Mm-hmm. NXT. Blew- Do you think NXT could go three hours though? Yes. And 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 not fall into that three hour curse. Maybe. Okay. Um, or like, give me like two shows. Like, like here's a reference. I don't know if you'll get. Hopefully you will. NXT Blue, NXT Gold. Is that? Oh my god, I feel like I need theme music right now. Oh, okay, okay. You, you bugger. I see what you did there. Yes. Uh, for those of you, um, back in the 90s, X, the X-Men teams were, were split gold. up in blue and gold. gold. yeah. Like Scott, or Cyclops had one. I think he was gold or blue. I think he was blue, and Storm yeah. led gold. Yeah. Like, split them up that way. And, because it's, there's, they have so much talent. Yeah. And like they, they also, cross them over once a year in a uh, just a fucking and we still have NXT UK. There's still an entire another brand, and they have Walter and Mustache Mountain, yeah. and they're just they're they're adding new people. Like if you're if you are a wrestling fan and you say wrestling sucks right now, you're not a wrestling fan 
or you've just woken up from a coma for like 10 years. One, I know this is going to be scary. I'm going to help you through this. <laughs> and yes, you have been touched. Oh, man. I mean, let's be honest. That's, Probably. I mean, like, we all saw Kill Bill. <laughs> Swung it back this way. That might get cut out. That might get cut oh, out. Oh, me, oh, my, oh. Uh, what was just of your universe? What's this? Um, all this wrestling? Is that what it is? Yeah, all this wrestling. And also, honestly, and I, I know I saw the broken record, uh, my fitness. I'll say that. But the center of my universe right now, as, as of this morning, overnight oats. Okay. So, you, I, I, like, you go, you get yourself some oats. I got the, the rolled ones, apparently. Like, I, just, I found overnight oats. I went to Walmart. Oats, I use my protein, uh, my, my protein shake, Premier Protein, 30 grams of protein. Some uh, Justin's Honey peanut butter. I could eat the entire fucking jar of this thing if I didn't, you know, would not kill all my progress. Mm-hmm. Dab of that, fresh strawberries, a little bit of chia seed. Throw it in, in, in the, throw it in the the fridge. Wake up the next morning, you've got like a great breakfast. Okay, and, and it's like it's it's full of protein. It's got carbs. I've also for the longest time I thought carbs were evil. I was you look, you see everything out there. Carbs are bad. Carbs are bad. Carbs aren't bad. Car, like there are like empty. There are like you know carbs that are you know maybe worse than others. Like like you know fucking McDonald's. Gotcha. Like, I was like think, thought if I got more than like twenty carbs, I was fucking myself over. I'm not like there days I have over hundred grams of carbs. Like I'm gonna go probably get to Chipotle. I'm gonna get some brown rice in there. There you go. If you want to lose fat, I will say this right now: the only way to lose fat is to be in a calorie deficit. Okay. The only way to do it, and like that's how I've lost. I as of t- this morning. I've lost 52 pounds since June 1st. Woohoo! Like it's been hard, and I've you know working out is definitely part of it, but being in a calorie deficit. Mm-hmm. I will tweet out a video of how I figure out what my calorie like goal needs to be. But I'll just tell you right now, whatever your goal weight is. So my goal weight is 220. Okay. Times that by 12. Okay. So my my goal calorie intake every day. Is two thousand six hundred and forty calories. If I hit that or stay under, I am in a calorie deficit because of my weight, my current weight. I burn more calories than that, and if I stay under, like with, and I usually stay honestly closer to eighteen to nineteen hundred calories. Um, but I have that cushion. Mm-hmm. Like tonight, I'm going to go out to eat. Like I'm not like before going out to eat was stressful because I thought, oh, I'm, f- I'm fucking up. And I'm just gonna lose all my, all my my progress. Now I don't think like that. Same thing with the scale. Like, if you look at this, if you I get on the scale every day, they tell you not to. The scale fluctuates for so many reasons. You worked out, you retaining water. You didn't work out, you you lost water. You got a shit. Like all these different things. And so like, I weigh myself every day, and I I look at it, and it, 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 there it is when up, down. But as long as the trend, I don't look at it from day to day anymore. I look at it from month to month. Uh-huh. And as long as on January 1st, from January 1st to February 1st, the trend is down, mm. I'm happy. Like I had one day where I weighed 270, the next day I weighed 273. I had more carbs that day than, than normal. I had more sodium that day than normal. 
and a head pooped. Fun thing to do is weigh yourself, use the bathroom, come back, and you're like, God damn. <laughs> what ha- like, how am I a functioning human being right now? This got real, this is such the weirdest, but yet awesome. I like I love this episode. Mm-hmm. We I like writing the recap is gonna be so like I'm just gonna hit my head against the keyboard and that's gonna be <laughs> What kind of porn do you like? Overnight oats. <laughs> that's the name of the that's the name of the episode. There you go. Oh, that's the God. name of the episode right the there, kids. Fetish, right there. Oh, I'm I mean if rule forty one exists. <laughs> Then we have already, that ship has already sailed. So if people want to follow you online, how can they do that? Uh, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram, Zach for Zombies, Z-A-C-H-F-O-R-Z-O-M-B-I-E-S. And once again, what next, about you, ben? Um, well, next Saturday, you are hosting Black Mass. Yes, I'm hosting Black Mass. It's going to be wild. Bring all your rotten produce to throw at me, but not anybody else. I mean, like, and honestly, or, you know... Let, let, let's, let's be smart with this. Rotten to, like, not like, don't bring new. Like, but like, if it's, if it's not all the way rotten, like, you know, if you have a banana right now, just go put it outside for a minute. Well, no, it, it, it might freeze. And don't throw, don't throw a frozen thing. That, that would hurt. Yeah. Like, just be, you know, like, you know. Ben's going to come by and pick them all up after and make a nice smoothie. And <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, actually, that's, that's not a bad idea. Um, but no, I, I, again, I'm going to be there. If you say with the, the free, what's it? Yo Gabba Gabba. Yo Gabba Gabba. I forgot it. If you say Yo Gabba Gabba, you'll get a white claw. I'm going to be there. So um, please do that. I know we talk about some people are like, are you guys now like the drag podcast? Kind of. Is that what it is? I, I, I can't remember what it was. But like, like in a great way. Like you guys have like talked about drag a whole lot over the last, like the end of, of center stage to the beginning of this podcast. But like, it's the so, drag is wrestling and wrestling well, and is drag. And also, like we, like you know, we have obtained a lot of friends in that space. Mm-hmm. And also, it's like we want to support artists. And right now, the, a, a very up and coming scene in, in our local area is drag. So we want to give them a platform. Not that they need our help because they're absolutely amazing. But if like I think, but we both agree with that statement that like if we have this voice to give a platform to anything, we want to give it to people that are being awesome. Yeah. And like all the people at Black Mass are awesome. People like, you know, Peach Fuzz, Bella Sin, Pineapple, you know, Michael, like everyone I have met, you know, through this podcast. And I hope I, I'm excited to meet more. Like when I did the video shoot, meeting all the, like, the drag queens and kings, like meeting these, these people, like these are awesome human beings. Mm-hmm. And so if we can turn on a microphone and we can get one person to discover them and, and become a fan, success. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. success. Mm-hmm. So please, Plus it's free. It's Come on, free. it's free. Come on. It's free. And if you say, yo, Gabba Gabba, you get a white claw. You're, like, you're coming out this thing so far ahead. Absolutely. And you can go, possibly go to a, a wrestling show with me. We'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs> if you want to follow me for my insanity, uh, I'm at Center, Center Club on Twitter. That's S-E-N-T-E-R. You can follow my other podcast that's actually back now, um, Ben Watches Wrestling where I watch wrestling. And also I talk a lot about my mental health because it's just me and my cats on Fridays talking to a microphone. Uh, this last episode got interrupted because my cat threw up a hairball. And when he throws up a hairball, it, it's like this long and it looks like a turd. Oh, Jesus. And it's disturbing. In the middle of the podcast, you hear, it's like, I edit it so you hear that. And then like it goes away. I'm like, okay, guys, I'm back. <laughs> Um, so that's every other so, Friday. And that's going on the soundboard. 
Oh, oh God, actually, <laughs> that would be great. Um, there is a soundboard coming. Um, and the exciting news is that this podcast, in the very near future, we will be able to bring on guests from all around the world. So, like, I love these ones, these one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, big love to Jeff Traxler. We will have him on the podcast eventually. Like, I talked about that he was going to be on the podcast on yesterday's show. The weather here has been really bad, and he lives far away from where we're recording. And safety is always paramount to uh, being on podcasts. So, Jeff Traxler... Uh, owner, owner, and proprietor, and Booker of yeah. Mega Championship Wrestling will be yeah. on soon, so look for that. Um, yeah, and just you know, also we're on Instagram. Yeah, follow Zach on Instagram again. His Instagram stories are absolutely amazing. You need to do it. Um, I guess you can follow Cash and hear about his poops. Just know <laughs> the FBI will probably come get you at some point, but you know, it's all our time to die at some point. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. We're going to end this insanity. Um, I'm trying to think of a fun way to end the insanity. Oh, God. Just Susan Powder. Just stop the insanity. You remember that weight look? There you go. He's crushing his monster. He's done with his monster. He's done with you. All right. Till next time, folks. Have a great weekend. Or week. What? <laughs> One of these goddamn days I'm going to figure out how to sign off the podcast. I've been doing it for a year and a half. <laughs> keeping it all in. I'm keeping ah, it in. That's perfect. That was, I wanted to change a fucking thing. <laughs>